before we start the episode proper, mm-hmm. Nick and I, Eric, have an announcement to make. We do. And it is as follows. <laughs> the episode you're about to hear. Yeah, it's yeah. not an announcement. It's a disclaimer. No, it's a disclaimer. We recorded these episodes uh, several weeks in advance. So mm-hmm. if, you, if you hear the joy in our voice, <laughs> if, you, if, if you hear two people with the knowledge that they can just go and buy a gallon of milk or a family mm-hmm. pack of toilet paper whenever they want, that's yeah. because these episodes were recorded several weeks ago. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Still feeling good, Eric? Yeah. Spirits I, I up? mean, I definitely envy those uh, those those ignorant fools that are about to start speaking, but yeah, it was a simpler time. All right, hit it. Welcome to episode 241 of the All the Books show recorded at the David A. Howe Public Library. We talk book news, author news, and literary news, and I'm Eric Mickles, and with me is the boy wonder, Nick Gunning. Why'd you call me the boy wonder, Eric? I don't know. No reason. It's You're not so young in what uh, we're talking about today? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, I saw you wearing those green hot pants to work yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it was unseasonably hot. Thank you very much. Okay? It was just so green. It was lime it green. It was very green. Yeah. I know. I know. And I don't regret it. That's the thing. Yeah. You have a yellow jacket, so it just... It just yeah, with the yellow yeah. and the... Mm-hmm. You're actually starting to sound like somebody in a Fanta commercial. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Don't you want that? But... All right. Today, we're going to be talking about the DC Comics hero, Robin. Why? The boy wonder. Because, Eric, Robin debuted in the pages of Detective Comics in April of 1940. So Robin is turning 80. Wow. Are you excited about that? Yeah. That's about the same age Chris O'Donnell was when he played the role. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. You know, I'm kind of curious to do this one because, I mean, you know that I love Robin. I don't really know your feelings about Robin. Mm. I can guess who your favorite Robin is. Prepare to be amazed. Okay. So it's, it's going to be a learning yeah. experience for all of us. We do have My some... favorite Robin is Spider-Man. Oh. <laughs> we do have lots of Robin and, of course, Batman books in the collection here. Yeah. So you can always stop and check these out anytime. Yeah. And if you're a sucker for punishment, you can watch the film Batman and Robin. Starring an elderly Chris O'Donnell as yeah. Robin, as Eric yeah. pointed out. <laughs> All right, let's get into some bookmark. He's just gonna, he's just gonna take out his retirement fund and leave Wayne Manor. Yeah, he's, he doesn't need it. I don't need this. No. <laughs> so what bookmark. You, got? you yeah. said bookmark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Altered uh, Carbon. Where are we Altered at? Carbon. Are we I at? finished Altered Carbon. Yay. I heard Anthony Mackie on The Daily Show talking about season two, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, oh. So, yeah. Fill me I, in. It's a body swap sci-fi. Oh. Like, uh, your consciousness is saved, and you're re-sleeved into a new body. Ugh. So, like a chip. Re-sleeved? Yeah, that's just oh what they gosh. do. They just call body sleeves. Ugh. So, like... Like a SIM card in a phone. Yeah. It's just one of those situations where, like, you could be walking down the street, but I'm actually the brain in charge. Oh. But then that would be my body, and I have to be like, who am I? Is this at all related to the Bruce Willis movie, Surrogates? No. Well, yes, in that it's also like a cyberpunk film noir detective story. Oh, okay. So, How do you feel about the Bruce Willis film, Surrogates? It was disappointing. You didn't like it? No. Okay. Have you, since we last recorded, watched the movie, Simone? No. You haven't picked no. it up? Okay. No. Have you read Elvis Live at Five? No. Okay. Again, Altered Carbon, the book. Yes. Not for the faint of heart, for those who don't want sex I and saw violence. That, yeah. Very brutal. Especially, and even up to the end, I was like, goodness. One person was threatening another person with pliers, and then they fought back. I'm like, oh, thank goodness. I didn't want to. And then the pliers did what they were going to do in the first place. Understood. Yeah. And I, was just, I was like, oh, my gosh. Ah. Anyway, uh, the book was good. There's three of them out. We have all three in this library. Yeah. I thought 
I didn't realize trendy. Woken hip. Furies was uh, we got that because it was like a war nominee or something. Mm-hmm. But it was book three of this. Yeah. So I might read the others. I don't know. It's okay. gonna be a while. I finished that Rogue series. Oh, I read Tom King's Heroes in Crisis. Yeah. Nine issues. I don't really know much about this series. So Heroes so. of Crisis, I think, was originally pitched at looking at the mental health of superheroes and how they deal with all the, specifically in the DC universe, all the crises right. that yes, they've dealt with. So there's a place that they can go to, but then that place is responsible for a bunch of deaths, and they're trying to figure out who killed people. And so it's not at all a look at superheroes dealing with their mental health. Okay. Nor is it a very good detective thing. It's annoying. It's nine issues long. Tom King, I'm glad he's being given this freedom to try new things and bring a fresh perspective into the thing. Yes. He's just so darn pretentious. <laughs> oh. And okay. like, I like Grant Morrison books. I like Alan Moore books. Mm-hmm. Tom King is just like, he thinks they're them. And he's just so, his dialogue is just so. Not a fan. I want to scream. Wow. It's just, it, it's very similar. Everybody kind of has the same type of inflection and speaking. It's just, okay. it's maddening sometimes. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> okay. So not a fan. Of Tom King? Yeah. I've read so much. I've been reading his Batman run this whole time. Mm-hmm. I read his, uh. Other thing, I'm gonna read his vision. Okay, because, and like I liked his. Uh, it's it's share, I always share of Babylon. Sorry, Tom, Tom King and Tim Seeley. I always like switch in my head. But it's Tom Tim, King is the ex CIA agent who's writing Batman currently. But but it was Tim Seeley who wrote Grayson, which is like right. a spy. Okay, thing. yes. That's see, that's why because I no. knew he has that in his background. No, Tom okay. King wrote the vision. Okay, and yes, wrote I remember that. Uh, Mis- the Mister Miracle that won a bunch of awards. Yeah, which you were kind of bummed out by, right? Yeah, it's depressing, but I I like that. That was with characters that were weird enough and a situation that was weird enough. Just reading this, it's just so frustrating. Also, I I said this on my Goodreads thing, but. Mm-hmm. If your comic book miniseries, your miniseries is going to be longer than four to six issues, you better have a darn good reason why. <laughs> because I'm, I just read that 16-issue Avengers standoff. Yeah. Listen, Civil War was seven issues, people. The only 12-issue series... I don't even... Even Infinite Crisis was like seven yeah. issues. There is no reason this should be nine issues. Yeah. I, I can't even think of like a 12-issue Watchmen. Unless you're writing the next Watchmen, which Tom King must think he's doing every time he sits down Yikes. with a pencil. This is getting mean. Anyway, Tom, getting mean. You know what? Tom King did kick off Grayson. So I've read Grayson, mm. and I've read... I, I started his Batman run with I Am Bane, I Am, I am Gotham, I Am Suicide, and I, I liked it all right, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I've never really gotten into Tom King as a writer. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, sometimes he writes good, sometimes he's very pretentious. Huh. I read that Grayson. Yeah, I read that Tom King Grayson as well. Yeah. I didn't like it. I no. gave it three stars, though. No. We could talk a little bit more about Grayson in the spotlight. But. Okay. <laughs> That'll be fun. <laughs> yes, it will. I'm also uh, reading, or I started. I don't know how far I'll get, but I started. I got I'm on the second chapter or third chapter of uh, the Yiddish Policeman Union. Oh, okay. Police Union. By Michael Chabon. Yeah. Yeah. Who's currently writing Picard. Yeah. Cool. And, uh,. I got to start reading, I think I might start reading ex- the Extreme X-Men that Chris Claremont Ooh. wrote in like 2001. Oh, that doesn't sound good. No, it's not. It's not. Uh, <laughs> that sounds bad. It's not. It's not held up as great. And I read the first volume as uh, when I was younger and I was like, I'm not going to keep going on this. Mm-hmm. But it's, I, that's where Rogue was during okay. that time. Okay. Just read about Rogue and her adventures. Yeah. Just follow Rogueville. her along. Yeah, Rogue. Yeah. I read The Oysterville Sewing Circle by Susan Wiggs and uh, I have a bone to pick. With one Susan Wiggs, because in the book, she throws some shade at a little show called Beverly Hills 90210. 
She calls yeah. it a boring show. Oh, snap. That her sister liked. Uh-huh. And as uh, some listeners know, Kendra and I host yeah. a 90210 podcast yeah. called 902 and Here We Go. Yeah. And we don't think it's boring. That's so true. Yeah. You're on the we'll second see. season so far? We are. Yeah. We'll see if this comes up with yeah. Susan Wiggs when we sit down to talk yeah. with her. It might. Yeah. Listen, I only listen to 902 and Here yeah, We Go. Yes, I don't I, watch I the show. Yeah. I don't find it that boring. Yeah. I find... Thank you. I find... <laughs> Uh, Brandon to be annoying yeah, as some kind of alien baby child. That's fair. <laughs> but for the most part, when things are happening, I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Kelly, Good. learn to read. I'm glad. I'm glad you're, I'm glad <laughs> so, you're in there. Yeah. It's Donna. Donna can't read. Jeez. I mean, she can read. She can read. Yeah. All right. Kelly's the one who's like, da-da-da-da-da, uh, charge it. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Anyway, Oysterville Sewing Circle. I was trying to explain the plot to this to my wife. It it is just full of things. It's gonna be it's gonna be a a treasure trove of discussions when we do oh. this for, when we do this for book club later in the month because there is just there is a lot to tackle in this book. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get into some of that with Susan Wiggs as well. I also reread the first of the Black Widow series, Volume One, The Finely Woven Thread. So I read this back in 2015. I never read the rest of the series, and I thought with the movie coming out, so I wanted to revisit it. it. Okay. And I was going to start with volume two, but I had no, no clue, memory. Yeah. And reading <laughs> it, nothing came back. Yeah, and I did like it better this time. I only oh. gave it two stars five years ago. Mm-hmm. This time, three. Wow. Look so, at you. Yep. I am currently reading the first Animorphs book uh-huh. for our K.A. Applegate Spotlight. Hold on. Coming up. The Awakening. The Invasion. I'm such an idiot. Oh, you dumb idiot jerk. Uh, yeah, The Invasion by K.A. Applegate. <laughs> the Awakening. Yep. Who the heck is am he turning I? into like a lizard? He's turning into a uh, like a chameleon. Little boy turning a into a little... Oh, he's in a shoe. He's in yeah. a shoe. That's cute. Yeah. Sneaking uh, around. Don't say a... it's cute. It's scary. It's cute. When you're that small, man, anytime the animal animorphs turn into something small, it was terrifying. Look out. Yeah. Yeah. What? Do they ever team up with Alex Mack? No. Never. No. Not once. No. Not a single time. No. Do the shows cross over? No. Not once. No. Not a single time. No. Darn it. Well, that's it for me, bookmark-wise. <sighs> I don't think that's the book I've read more than any other book, but I certainly read The Invasion quite a bit. Well, about halfway through the series, I think, is the good... Because um, this is definitely when the ghostwriters started taking it. But like the okay. first 25 or 26 books, I reread it them all at least once wow. many of them more wow. other times i'm like you know what i'm gonna do today i'm just gonna read the one where they go into south america that's cool yeah well i'm glad it inspired you so inspired me to reread animorphs that's pretty good yeah didn't we do a whole podcast about rereading yeah yeah, yeah. i don't i never do it oh yeah i've done it maybe twice yeah, except life. with black widow if we, black widow yeah, yeah. you're right you're right <laughs> exception to the rule <laughs> all right let's take a look at some book news i have a weird piece of book news that i wanted to share with you did it did it at this point this is kind of old news because this has been kicking around but we've never discussed it nbc has ordered a pilot called langdon and it's a prequel series to the da vinci code oh dan brown's oh a prequel I guess that's what they're calling it. I don't know why they're. Is that world very rich for prequels? I yeah, I don't know. Aren't uh, all the cults just going to be hidden? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. For more on Dan Brown, you can go to SoundCloud.com/slash/AllTheBooks and find episode seventy-seven. How the where heck did we do a Dan Brown spotlight? <laughs> Eric, my brother Steve, and I talk all about Dan Brown. Uh-huh. I was not interested. I'm a little bit more interested when I see that they're basing it on the Lost Symbol. Lost Symbol is the third book in the Langdon series, and the movies skipped over it. So they did Da Vinci Code, Angels and Demons, which those came out in opposite order. And then they skipped to book four, Eric's Falling Asleep, <laughs> and did a movie on Inferno, right. which was terrible. Right. Lost Symbols, my favorite of the books, and that's what this is about. So they've cast... Lost Symbols. They've cast Ashley Zuckerman as Langdon. He was seen in shows like The Succession and Manhattan. 
Hmm. And who knows? Maybe it'll be a sequel or a series. Maybe it won't. Hmm. That's it. Weird. I know. What's on the old New York Times bestseller list, buddy? Well, Polly Shore. <laughs> First. I wish. Does Polly Shore have a memoir coming out? Uh, yeah, it's called The Leaning Tower of Cheese. <laughs> Leaning Tower of Cheese. <laughs> <sighs> Best Polly Shore movie? I've only seen two. What have you seen? Well, I guess I've seen three. The first two Goofy movie movies. Okay. And uh, Stepson? Son-in-law. Son-in-law. Yeah, that's, that's pretty it. good. You haven't seen In the Army now? No. That, maybe that's the Ernest title. There's an er, there's an army. No, anything that's the Ernest is Ernest in the army. You're right. You're right. So yeah. And I then there's the one where he's like on jury duty. I think. I've never seen either of those. I've not seen Biodome. No, I haven't seen Biodome. Okay. I loved Polly Shore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. What's on the New York Times? All right. So Polly Shore is driving down the road. His yeah. tire pops. Yeah. He doesn't have a spare tire. Bummer. <laughs> yeah. No spare. <laughs> All right. Number 10 on the New York Times bestsellers list for young adult fiction. Oh. Number 10. Yes, no, maybe so by Becky Albatali and Aisha Saeed. Romance blooms between two unlikely teens while working together in an upcoming local election. You remember this? Yeah. Uh, number nine, Infinity Sun by Adam Silvera. Twin brothers are caught up in a war between the magical spellwalkers and bloodcasters. I was watching SNL. I was watching the RuPaul episode of SNL, uh-huh. and he was in a library, and there were all the books in the library. Right. Infinity Sun was right there on the really? shelf. I saw it. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. I'm, my brain's always working. I know. I'm, I know always, I'm always on the clock. I know it is. Uh, boy, he really tore apart uh, <laughs> Eloise and Eloise, Madeline. Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Eiffel Tower's not in the woods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Learn to draw friends. That's pretty good. <laughs> Just really tore them down. Yeah. Number eight, The Queen's Assassin by Melissa De La Cruz. Look out. Calden Holt and Shadow embark on a dangerous quest and fall in love. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, dangerous quests are just a goldmine for love stories. I guess so, yeah. yeah. Number seven, Five Feet Apart by Rachel Lippincott, Michael Daughtry, and Tobias Iconis. Stella and Will are in love, but they can't get within five feet of each other. 65 weeks on the list. It's a long the time. movie has long since been to yeah, video. Faded into the past. And yeah. yet this book is here. 65 weeks. Ever this present. is doing uh, John Green numbers. Yeah. Not Turtles yeah. All the Way Down numbers, cool. because that was no. bad. But more like, you know, Turtles the All the Way Dumb. The Hate You Give is at number six, 157 weeks on the list. The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. I just want to point out our spotlight on John Green was episode 103. Oh, yeah. So go back and find that. You didn't like it? Ben was on that one. Ben Lehman. Yeah, Ben Lehman likes John Green. I know he does. I thought The Stars Among Us or whatever it's called. Fault in Our Stars? Fault in Our Stars is very good. (laughs) But then I thought I couldn't even finish turtles all the way down no i couldn't do that either but i did like abundance of catherine's all right i think i just would have had to be a certain age yeah and dumb no okay. no number five Poor children ben. of blood and blood <laughs> are you guys making fun of john green <laughs> number four one of us is next by karen m mcmanus Look in the out. sequel to one of us is lying a deadly game of truth or dare via text now plagues students of bayview high <gasps> Oh, not Bayside. Okay, we, yeah, we've, we've done been, this. We've been we've down done this, this road. I, yeah. Okay, I just I got nervous. Yeah, because I'm thinking Bayville High for yeah. some reason too. Oh, I don't know what that is. Is that from X Men Evolution? I don't know. Hmm. Number three, Children of Virtue and Vengeance by Tommy Adamani. Yes. Elite... X Men Evolution is Bayville High School. I can't remember the last time I watched X Men Evolution, but, but I guess that's in my brain for right the rest there. of my life. You had it right there. Catch Eric over on previously on X Men <laughs> on his side hustle podcast. 
Zali must stop the threat of civil war in Arisha. Number two, one of us is lying. Karen and McManus, for five students, the detour into detention ends in murder. Number one, a good girl's guide to murder. That's what you would need then. Yeah. If you're if you were in detention and yeah. it ended in murder, you're gonna want the good girl's guide to murder will, yeah. by Holly Jackson while trying to solve a murder suicide case for her senior project. Yep. Pip now finds her life in jeopardy. Uh oh. That's it. That was oh, number that's one. The whole, that's yeah. the whole list. Jeez. Okay, sorry. <laughs> really surprised you there. I'm sorry. I just I got snuck up on you yeah, like a killer. It really did. like a like a guy who's gonna sneak up on you and kill yeah. you. Huh? Yeah. How what? would you like to be murdered? How would I like <laughs> to be murdered? <laughs> wow. No. That's that's gonna be the name of my like thriller book there. Oh, how, how would, you? would you like to be murdered? That's not bad. Thank you. Yeah. 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 I'm excited about our spotlight today, Eric. Yeah? Because Robin, the boy wonder, uh-huh. has long been a favorite of mine. One of my all-time favorite characters. You like certain Robins more than you like Batman. You like them when they're Batman more than Batman. Mm. No, I don't like... Look, Dick Grayson becomes Batman, and it's a fun run. Uh-huh. Okay, that's all I'm going to uh-huh. say. It brings something different right. to the character. Mm-hmm. I do like Look, that. Look, if the Joker was holding a gun to Bruce Wayne Batman yeah. or Dick Grayson Nightwing... Yeah. And said, this is why only fools or heroes now choose, you would actually choose to save Nightwing. Yes. And there'd be no attempt to save both. I mean, I would try. No. I would. No. I would. <laughs> You'd just be like, Nightwing! I choose Nightwing! I would, <laughs> I would try. Okay. <laughs> so that's me. I mean, I, I like I like Robin pretty much in any form. Uh, <laughs> it took me a while on Damian Wayne, but we'll get into the various Robins. Yeah, one could road. say I helped you with Damian Wayne. You did. <laughs> Against your what about will. you? What's what's your feelings on Robin? What's my feelings? Uh, I like Robin. Okay. But the, do you have a preference, Batman alone, Batman with Robin? Batman alone. Okay. Yeah. That's hard. I don't know if I don't know if I, if I could say that outright. Well, here's the thing. I like Batman alone or I like Batman with the Bat family. Yes. I'm not a super fan of just Batman and Robin. Okay. If there's a Robin, then I also want a Huntress and a Batgirl. Yeah, that makes and, sense. And uh, like those other people. So I, that do, I do love the Bat family and I hear what you're saying. And I think mm-hmm. it really depends on the kinds of stories you tell with the solo Batman are so yeah. much different than the kind of stories you tell with either a Robin or a Bat with, family. Yeah. So, Certain things you, you know. can do with a fully grown adult man who's trained himself to fight yeah. in all the martial art forms It doesn't work man. when you have teenagers. Or when you yeah, have a child. Trying to go to Target <laughs> yeah. all the time. Oh my gosh. So, you know. We can go to Target right after this, um, Robin. Thanks. Uh, so let's see. What Do you have any idea? Like what? what when was Robin created? When did they introduce Robin? 1940. In 1940. 1940. Oh, right. That makes sense because it's 80 years. Right. Exactly. All right. So yes. not, not De- long after. You're right. A little Detec- less than a year. Detective Comics 38, which probably wow. actually came out in March, but was uh, issue dated for April right. of 1940 is when, when Robin was introduced. Yeah. So they created Batman. He was a big hit, but they were like, you know what this really needs? A kid. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So Batman's like but shooting people. and. Why did they do it? Did you Did you ever read that? I mean, it was just, just just to get young readers. Yeah, right? they just thought the that thing. kids just, uh, needed to see themselves in the comics, so they created Robin. Well, then he quickly became the gold standard because, uh, as I mentioned on our Green Arrow spotlight a few weeks back, everybody's it was, Robin. Yeah, it was suddenly like, oh, he has a sidekick, yeah. and he has a sidekick, and he has mm-hmm. a sidekick. It's one of the weird things about the Marvel universe in that th- none of their characters really have sidekicks. That's true. Like they kind like you. There was Bucky. I was just gonna say, but Bucky, Bucky was yeah. also created like in the forties. Yeah. with Captain America originally. Right. And then they killed him off and didn't bring him back until like 2010. Yeah. yeah. You know, Spider Man's never really had like a sidekick mm-hmm. and Daredevil's never had it. It's just the DC universe full of them. They love them. You, you can't swing a lead pipe without killing a Robin. Yeah. Well, DC <laughs> Comics likes sidekicks and they likes like mantles, passing the mantle. Yeah. And I feel like Marvel, up until very recently, never messed yeah, with Yeah. That's one of the passing. great things about uh, DC, the, the legacy. Yeah. I, I agree. Anyways, Robin. So yep. the first Robin. 
Yeah, was was Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson. But what what is your earliest memory of of that character? My earliest memory of Robin? Robin? It's got to be the animated series, the '90s animated series. Really? The Batman animated. Like you series. hadn't heard of Robin before that. I can't before think of a time I would have okay. ever seen Robin in anything because I didn't watch the Super Friends. Okay. Or the old Batman cartoons. Right. I watched the Superman Flesher cartoon, mm-hmm. but that was it in terms of that stuff. Huh. I, I remember those old like Fantastic Four cartoons that were Hanna-Barbera produced or something, but that was it. So yeah, Batman animated series would have just been Robin. Interesting. And he wasn't even on it a lot. No. So. No. I mean, later he was, right? Eventually he's like added yeah, to the title. Yeah, they have to add him there, but that would... That would be it. Then it would have been Crystal Donald and Batman Forever. Oh. And then it would have been when the Batman animated series moved over to the Kids WB okay. and brought in Tim Drake. Interesting. So. When I was like super little, you know, like mm-hmm. kindergarten age and all that, I feel like Robin was everywhere because mm. I watched, I don't, I'm trying to decide. It's like a three way tie between Adam West Batman, mm-hmm. um, Super Friends, mm-hmm. and the old filmation Batman right. and Robin cartoon. I'm really not sure which one it would be. If I read a children's book with him in it before I saw the cartoon. Yeah. That might be it, but okay. if I did, it would have been a children's book of the '90s animated series. Interesting. So, okay, yeah, I, Lauren Lester. Then is my is my first Robin. I'm pretty sure because I remember being like at daycare with my friends <laughs> as a very very young child, mm-hmm. basing it on the filmation series. So I think it's probably that. But um, yeah, I mean, like yeah. late '80s, Robin's everywhere. He's yeah. all over the- In the late '80s, I was three. That's true. Also, until about eight. I wouldn't say I had a lot of friends, mm. so I didn't need Robin. Wow, I could I just be so. uh, my own superhero. What's, what's <laughs> boy? That got sad. I did. It Listen, really it sad. wasn't sad. I called myself Super Kid. I, I wore really my long sad. underwear and a pillowcase. He was the coolest. Yeah. He fought a lady that controlled bees. He fought a guy who had a helmet that made himself super smart. That's he cool. fought a, a guy co- who's made of pure energy. Yeah. Super Kid was the bees knees <laughs> he does sound fun thank you what i think is funny is that for basically my entire life mm-hmm. like by the time you were born dick grayson was not robin anymore that's true yeah you know, it's just in the comic continuity yeah. like dick i've grayson never lived in a world Batman. without the mcnugget and i've never lived in a world without jason todd that's right that's right he started yeah. it all for you so yeah okay let's let's do a quick rundown of the robins how about that uh-huh okay robin rundown so I dick like grayson, dc copy Patton. D- yeah dick grayson whose background is his he was in a circus act the flying he was Grayson's. In a circus act with his, his family parents are killed and bruce wayne uh, takes him in or depending on the source his parents and his extended family yeah, right. <laughs> bruce wayne takes him in as a kid and mm-hmm. trains him as robin from a young age yeah and that is basically the status quo for you know 43 yeah. years and and Robin wasn't always super present in the comics. Like I think it kind yeah. of would ebb and flow when, and yeah. when you're focusing didn't, on Robin. They did like, uh, the Englehart eras and like Denny O'Neill did yeah, time with Robin. I don't I remember reading the uh what was the one that we read? The one about ghost. Oh yeah, Strange Apparitions. Yeah, yeah. He I think he's in there like once. Yeah, he kinda shows up but he's doing his own thing. Yeah, because he's part of the Titans at that right. point. Yep. So yeah, so Dick Grayson, he's hanging out with everybody. That's usually I, the Robin that is in anything. Yeah. So. Usually get Dick Grayson, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in 1983, mm-hmm. um, basically they split off, and, and Robin is allowed to grow up and become Nightwing, mm-hmm. his own character. Dick Grayson joins the Teen Titans, becomes Nightwing, joins the Teen Titans, and and has his own stuff, which he's pretty much been doing consistently since then. Mm-hmm. Um, to, uh, Jason Todd doesn't last long as Robin. Mm-hmm. He's not popular. <laughs> no, and he's so different. He's so different from he's, Dick Grayson. He's such a yeah. Dick Grayson is very subordinate to Batman. You know, mm-hmm. like that's that's their whole dynamic because yeah. they're a team and he's a junior partner. Jason and uh, Richard Grayson should 
uh, switched names. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Based off of personality. Good point. Jason Todd right away is clashing with Batman, and he's yeah. he's. I mean, in in the early comics, Batman steals him trying to or sees him trying to steal the wheels off the. Yeah, he's like an orphan, right? Orphan yeah. on the streets. Yeah, and it changes, but yeah. Uh, and Batman takes him in, and this this was a whole thing. Nobody mm-hmm. liked the character. Yeah. DC actually did a poll. Yeah, a phone. But you phone could call in to call in and see like is Jason Todd found alive after his kerfuffle with the Joker kerfuffle or, or is he found dead yeah and the fans have spoken yeah and Jason Todd was killed mm-hmm. off in mm-hmm. the comics and was one of the few instances where that really stuck for, for a long time yeah. decades yeah decades until Jeff Johns was like you know what I love more than anything nostalgia yeah. we go for a period without a Robin yeah how long uh, it's not that long because, okay. <laughs> because I mean it's you know a good maybe ten years really. Uh-huh. Robin Robin shows up as Tim Drake in ninety one, so not quite ten years. Well, as the trade for this story claims, Batman has to have a Robin. Yeah, that's that's the premise of that. Yeah, Tim Drake comes in and is basically just a brilliant kid and a good detective who figures it out. Yeah, gets himself into the Batcave yeah. and is basically like, we got a partner, Hoss, <laughs> and then. Uh, yeah. That's the way it goes. Yeah. Tim Drake remained Robin for a long time until what? 2000? Until they rebooted everything? Well, no, because Spoiler took over for Robin a little bit. For a little bit. In 2004, Stephanie Brown, who'd been a a side character in in Tim Drake's Robin series, uh, who was playing the role of Spoiler, when Tim Drake is out, she becomes Robin Mm -hmm. briefly during the War Drums, War Games era. killed off, but she's not really killed off. Yeah, exactly. Then she becomes Batgirl. And then Tim Drake is Robin again while yep. Dick Grayson is still Nightwing. Yep. And in 2009 or so, we see Damian Wayne emerge as the actual biological son of Batman. Earlier. Goodness. I was, uh, I mean, I was buying these comics right after, uh, this happened right after Infinite Crisis. Aren't we think, isn't Batman and Son like 2005? Yeah. Damian, who is the literal son of Batman. Yep. And Talia al Ghul. Yes. And uh, what, like 13? I think yes. when we meet him, he's supposed to be like 10. Yeah. He's like real young and so annoying. I can get, I can totally understand why people would call in and tell them to kill Jason Todd. Because if I had been given the option <laughs> of killing Damian Wayne, yes. I would have. I felt no stronger peace reading that uh, Batman Leviathan story than when Damian was killed off. And I hated that story. Yeah. But at the end, I was like, you know what? This was a necessary evil to you remove know, you the blight are, that is uh, Damian Wayne. <laughs> he actually debuts as Robin in Batman 657, which mm-hmm. is 2006. So, yeah. And Damian has remained Robin to this very day Whoa. with uh, <laughs> with Tim Drake taking on the mantle. Of no matter how many times we killed him. Yeah. He just keeps... Yeah, now Tim Drake is Red Robin. And Jason Todd, who returned as, as the Red Hood. The Red Hood. So they, now, have they changed his name yet? I don't think so. So now you have... Basically, four or five Robins out there. There's another Robin. I know. Well, he's not going by Robin, right? He's going by Signal? Oh, yeah. The, yeah. like, Rebirth? Duke, or New- yeah. yeah, Duke. Yeah, he's going as Signal. Okay, so he's yeah. not officially no, he's never a, Robin. a Robin. So now, in okay. the current continuity, you have Dick Grayson as Nightwing. Mm-hmm. You have Jason Todd now as Red Hood, uh-huh. who's a bit of an anti-hero. Mm. You have Tim Drake, who I'm not up to date, so... Yeah, Last the reboot was not kind to Tim yeah. Drake. Tim Drake as Red Robin was pretty sidelined. Yeah. S- Stephanie Brown uh, is back as spoiler, mm-hmm. as far as I've gotten. Mm-hmm. And Damian Wayne mm-hmm. remains Robin. But also, the side quoll, the alternate reality Robin from The Dark Knight Returns. That's the one. Carrie Kelly is another Robin. Yes, and would you say she's your favorite Robin? No, I guess not oh, technically. Okay. She can't really be my favorite wow. Robin because she's not really... like. The Dark Knight is its own crazy thing. Yeah. So, you know, I really like her as Robin. I think she's fun. I like where her story went in the uh, 
Master Race one. Yeah, um, I do too. So I think she's a fun character. I think her costume is kind of like 80s cyberpunk. Yeah. And she she cracks me up. But she, yeah, I think she's cool. But no, I think my favorite Robin is probably Tim Drake. Tim Drake. Yeah. I mean, I think I kind of prefer Tim Drake as Robin and, and mm-hmm. Dick Grayson as Nightwing. Yeah. Because Nightwing manages to not just be a Batman clone. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes total sense. I think Nightwing's character, given, like, his history as Robin, I think that works mm-hmm. out really well. Yeah. So, should we talk Dick Grayson for a minute? Okay. Okay. Dick, of course, the original Robin, as we've said. Mm-hmm. Um, have you read much of the any of any Nightwing titles? Boy, if I have, I've forgotten them. Okay. Nightwing has m- mainly appeared in other things I'm reading. Okay. So, but I like him. Yeah. I mean, so he did a lot with the Teen Titans. He first Mm -hmm. was Nightwing in the Judas Contract, you know, Mm -hmm. in the 80s. Um, Stayed with the new Teen Titans as Nightwing for a long time. Mm -hmm. He's had many solo series by himself. Mm -hmm. Um, There was the Alfred's Return miniseries, which uh, got things back going for Nightwing. He has a crazy mullet. And then there was the a mullet. Yeah. So the 90s Batman animated series, when it becomes Gotham Knights, WB, where they have Tim Drake as Robin. Yeah. Nightwing's there. Mm-hmm. And they give him that like pointed mullet. Yeah. That's my first time seeing any, yeah. even hearing the name Nightwing. Uh-huh. When somebody's like, that's his old partner, Robin. I was like, what? Yeah. That blew your mind. What did as you just child? say? That's cool. That's not, that's not Robin. I, I think my first inter- interaction with Nightwing would have been my friend had a DC Comics like role-playing game with little mm. like card characters mm-hmm. and flipping through the Teen Titans. It was right. like reading his bio. I was like, this is Robin. So uh-huh. yeah, I mean, a similar experience. Yeah. Chuck Dixon writes that series for a long time. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good run. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it gets a little patchy after that. Like by mm. the time you get to New 52, I think the whole New 52 Nightwing oh, era we're is... We're talking pff- about New 52. I know. Wow. It's pretty rough. We don't have to get into that. Yeah. Kyle Higgins is the main writer on that, and I've never liked a Nightwing mm-hmm. story that he wrote. Oh, yeah. No kidding. Then we have the Grayson era for a while with Tom yeah. King and Tim Seeley turning Dick Grayson basically into a spy mm-hmm. uh, with he and Helena Bertinelli, who is Huntress. So go back and listen to the Birds of Prey episode. Birds of Prey. And that was... I mean, that's five trades worth. That's, that's quite a few issues of that. And then finally with Rebirth, we're back with Nightwing. And I'm currently reading Rebirth Nightwing, and mm-hmm. I've, I've liked it quite a bit. Okay. So I like what they do with Nightwing's character and stories like uh, Infinite Crisis, mm-hmm. which all sort of hinges on the goodness of Dick Grayson, which yeah. I think is kind of a cool thing that he yeah. sort of stands alone in that. And he's, he mm-hmm. has an interesting relationship with Superman. He's yeah. definitely top tier for me. How do you rank Dick Grayson? Are you a fan? Yeah, I like Dick Grayson. I like, uh, I mean, I definitely prefer him as Nightwing. Okay. I like the Nightwing costume. I liked, I thought Nightwing was. So cool in the animated series. Yeah. So and would you say that's your favorite Nightwing? No, I'll, I'll definitely prefer the comic Nightwing. Okay. But right. I mean, as a kid who wasn't reading comics and only knew like this stuff from this cartoon and stuff, like mm-hmm. that was like that was so cool. I can't remember him being in No Man's Land very much because okay. he's in Bloodhaven. So I'm not sure how much of a role he played in that. I'd have to reread it. The first comics I would have read with Dick Grayson in any role probably was Dark Victory. Okay. The Jeff Loeb, Tim Saul, Tim Batman, Saul, yeah. Dark Victory. Mm-hmm. Because That's a good one. It, it wasn't until Batman and Son that I started reading Batman like as it was coming out in issues. Okay. So I was just picking up the graphics. that just He just wasn't in any of them for a long time. So for most of what I did, it was just Batman solo anyways. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. Dark Victory might have been the first comic I ever read where... There was a Robin okay. slash Dick Grayson. I've read some of the really older stuff. Like the DC has archives, mm-hmm. the DC archives Robin, mm-hmm. which is like backup stories from the 40s and 50s. And they mm-hmm. are pretty goofy. Yeah. Pretty like Silver Age you goofy. Know what? Not in a fun way. He shows up in No Man's Land to comfort Helena after yeah. she turned up to the Joker. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I remember that now. 
there's also a, a, a DC showcase that has all of Robin's like base the backup stories when they were finally like he's a little too old to be Batman sidekick mm-hmm. and we're giving him like backups in Detective Comics yeah. so there's there as far as Nightwing goes I think probably the Chuck Dixon run pre New 52 mm-hmm. I think that's really the way to go if you're going to pick mm-hmm. up Nightwing uh, Nightwing Year One by Chuck Dixon is a great place to start Chuck Dixon also wrote Robin Year One that follows Dick Grayson as well right mm-hmm. yeah I yeah. like that well I've read yes I have now read more stuff with Dick Grayson in yeah. a sense yeah I'm um, just trying to think like Probably probably Robin Year One or Dark Victory would be a good place to start with that character. Yeah. Um, and if you're curious in Nightwing, I would say, you know, go Nightwing Year One, take a look at the Chuck Dixon run. Or Teen Titans. Or Teen Titans, yeah. Yeah, yeah good point. Good point. For me, it would be Dick Grayson on the Batman animated series. Mm-hmm. And then that would also then be Dick Grayson in Batman Forever, right. the movie, played by Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> yeah. That, those are my experiences as a kid. Okay. You don't want to talk about Batman Forever? Sure. I mean, I was really, I loved Batman Forever when it came out. Uh I've never been happy with that Robin, but Mm -hmm. I was was really excited to see Robin in a movie. Listen, as a kid, I didn't care that he was older. Mm -hmm. I I thought he was so cool when I first saw it as a kid. In 1995, as a small child, yeah, I thought it was cool. Uh, I thought the costume was cool. I just, it just made sense to me. I'm like, I don't want Robin to be a stupid kid. Yeah. I want to be like, you know, cool and edgy and stuff. Yeah. Then I grew up and moved on past that. Uh, up <laughs> until, I mean, up until that point, I, th- I agree with you that I think Batman the Animated Series was the best, more mm-hmm. s- most serious, like, take a look at Robin yeah. that you had out there. You know, yeah. and Super Friends, he and Batman he was, are he's, But whenever Dick Grayson in that cartoon is, like, off on his own, he's wearing, like, a sweater vest. He does have a sweater vest. <laughs> he's su- he's yeah. such a nerd. And then, yeah. like, even when he's, like, he says, no problemo. Yeah. At one time, I'm like, oh my gosh. Not great. He's like doing an impression of Batman. He's like, gee, Robin, thanks for saving me. And then yeah. he's like, oh, no problemo, Batman. I'm like, yeah. blah. Yep. But yeah, Batman Forever was like, man, this is this is some cool yeah. stuff. <laughs> so, things, yeah. And then you saw Batman changed. and Robin and everything. And then, yeah, then Dick Grayson and Batman and Robin. We yeah. talk all about Batman and Robin over on the Three Nice Things podcast. Yeah. So you could take a look at that. It's not. Mm, what did we. Do we remember what anybody felt about Crystal Donald in that role in that movie? That movie's not good for anyone. Yeah. But I think he's fine, you know? I, yeah, all right. I, I, no, you know what? I think he's fine in Batman Forever. I think by Batman and Robin, there's just nothing left for him, mm. you know? So, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but let's talk Jason Todd. Have you read much with Jason Todd in the role of Robin? The first thing I would have read with Jason Todd was like the Under the Red Hood comics as they okay. were coming out. So later. Like later and probably on. even just reading them in Wizard Magazine. What, what, I, what I will say about, positively, about Jason in that era is that you would never read a Batman comic and assume that it's Dick Grayson. Yeah. I mean, it's very so obvious Jason. that it's a different character. Yeah. And when he's dressed the same way and like looks identical, it's yeah. impressive that they're able to do that. I have read the one where the Joker murders that kid. Oh. Batman, Death in the Family. Right. Yeah. So... That's a good. That's a good comic book. Yeah, it is pretty. So, good. Um, I you would know, say my favorite. Congrats to uh, all the people who phoned in. Yeah. You, you actually kind of made a good story. What a weird thing. So, to do. Yeah, I know. Kill Robin in Batman: The Cult. Have you read The Cult? That's a Jim Starlin. Yeah, yeah. You, you didn't like that. It's fine. It just wanted to be other stories. I think it's a good use of Jason Todd in that. Yeah, he's in that quite a bit. Because Batman is brainwashed in that and basically like captured by a cult, mm-hmm. and it's sort of up to Robin to snap him out of that. Mm-hmm. And I just. Like, the relationship that Jason has with him is so different mm-hmm. that he's able to, like, do that in a way that I'm right. not so sure, like, Dick Grayson would have had an easy enough yeah. time to do that. So, yeah. I would say if you're curious about Jason Todd as Robin, read Batman the Cult. Yeah. Oh, OG Robin would have hugged Batman and be like, remember, yeah. you're like my dad. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. Jason Todd's like, listen, you stupid idiot. <laughs> yeah. You're so old and decrepit. And it works. And it works. That's decrepit. You're thing. punk. Yeah. Uh, and then D- Jason Todd goes on to to be in the superhero, well, the anti-hero team 
uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws, oh, yeah. which is a series that I like and you've always hated. I right? hated the first volume. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, who's I this think, for? I think that's a fun series. J- Jason Todd is the is the one character who stays constant in that whole series. Mm-hmm. But uh, okay. I, that's a good Great. time. Yeah. I have a good time with that. Yeah. All right. uh, Under the Red Hood as a comic kind of falls apart. Yeah. Uh, because it was happening during Infinite Crisis. Mm-hmm. Right yeah. at the time, yeah. so like the ending gets all like kind of confusing and stuff. Okay, and the way he's brought back to life is kind of annoying. I agree. Uh, the animated movie Under the Red Hood is very good. It is, it's yeah, it's one of the Jason better ones. Johnson. I agree. The '90s animated series, right? When it makes the switch back over to Fox. They have to kind of reboot things. Mm-hmm. Batgirl becomes more of a per, uh, uh, reoccurring character. Dick Grayson is Nightwing, and they bring in a new Robin whose name is Tim Drake, mm-hmm. but. When you really get down to it, he's Jason Todd, oh. named Tim Drake, because his origin is that his father's killed by uh, some goons of uh, Two-Face. Okay. I think maybe even Two-Face's, Two-Face kills his dad or something. I can't remember. Okay. The point is, his dad is killed. His dad is no good. So he's like an orphan, and he's kind of got the attitude like Jason Todd. Okay. And you can almost feel like this Robin is the one that's going to steal the tires off the Batmobile. Okay. So why didn't they just call him Jason Todd? DC wouldn't let them do it. Because oh. uh, Jason was dead at the time. Tim Drake was the one in the comics. So they weren't going to get, you know, get the permission to call him Jason Todd. Uh, so Jason Todd, at this point, I don't think has ever really appeared in the DC animated universe. Yeah. But he's not as annoying, or maybe, you know, maybe depending on who you ask. He's mm. not as annoying as Jason Todd was in the comics. Okay. But, man, I tell you what, I thought he was so cool in the yeah. cartoon. Like, I hate how much the the producers were probably right about this because they were like kids need to see themselves in this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm like I'm watching this Batman animated series at like 12 or something, and I thought Robin because it's the new costume where it's like all red and kind of darker. Yeah, yeah, he's got that like anime spiky right, hair. Yeah. I'm like, I want to be that Robin. That's cool. It was like the first time where I was like, I'd be okay not being Batman. Oh, I can be Robin in well, this story. Well. I thought it was cool. I thought, and I think because I wasn't reading Spider Man or anything. He was on this cartoon. This probably was the first time I saw like that kind of age kid, okay, my age ish, being a superhero because I just hadn't watched that other stuff. This was the first time I had a contemporary I superhero, okay, because I was because like the Planeteers were older than me when I was a kid. What about the Wonder Twins? I didn't watch that stuff. I know that like Bruce Tim and Paul Dini and all those people when and Alan Burdett when they were like, "You need to put a kid Robin in there." Like, oh man, we don't want to. Kids don't care. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, I was like, "It was cool." Yeah. It when I was in bed, I would just like play with my stuffed animals, and they would be like teenage okay. superheroes, like the Robin from that cartoon, Classic. not Batman for some crazy reason. Well, let's talk Tim Drake for a minute then, because I think he. I don't think instantly people were like yay a new robin we love tim drake but mm-hmm. i think it was relatively it was quick warmer that, that people i've read got on theories board. that he's he's like almost a mary sue for like the comic book fan mm. have, you, have you ever seen this this kind of theory no, no. that like the way he is like his kind of like he figures it out uh that he's batman and right. he's got like a respect for the lore and the way he's treated he's kind of like uh how comic readers themselves at the time might have wanted to be robin i don't know it was just an interesting thing. All right. It makes sense. I mean, you're uh-huh. right. You're right. Because he is pretty unique in that he yeah. armchair quarterbacks his yeah. way into being a superhero. Yeah. So, so, you know. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. Have you read any of the, the Robin standalone, like just the Robin series? 
No, but this he was definitely the Robin that was in the comics when I started reading them. Okay. Like No Man's Land and whatnot. The Tim Drake Robin series is definitely the one that I followed the most closely, like as it was happening. It was the one that I was caught up on and would wait like eagerly for the new trade to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a great way to read it because it crosses over so much with Batman and mm-hmm. Nightwing and Detective Comics How many comics issues and all that. did Tim Drake's Robin series last for? Um, it's um, huge. Long. I it's kind of crazy. Well over 100. It's, yeah. It's a long running it's, series. It's like shocking. This thing must have been selling well I for think a so. while. And I remember they, they tested the waters with a couple of miniseries first. Mm-hmm. There was like Robin 3, The Joker's Wild is yeah. the one I remember because yeah. it had a holographic cover. Um, so I remember picking yeah. random ep- issues of that up like just in a comic book mm-hmm. store. And it wasn't until later when they were collected that I read them. But uh, the, I tried to read Jeff Johns' like Teen Titans. I never really got into it. But this was the Robin that was in that Teen Titans. Okay. It was uh, Tim Drake. Yeah. So... He has. I like that run. I liked that run. I yeah. read quite a few of those. He hasn't been in any of the stuff, like the animated movies or anything. None of them? No, because Under the Red Hood has like Nightwing. Usually they always have like Nightwing. And now with the new continuity, they have Nightwing and Damien, but they don't have... Did they have Red Robin in uh, that animated movie, Bad Blood? I don't think so. No. But I think it's it's Tim Drake who's in the uh, Batman Unlimited uh, mm. movies okay you oh know, you know what monsters they're stuff. all in batman ninja oh yeah all the robins right. remember that's they right. go back in time and like tim drake has the uh or was it damien one of them has the pet monkey yeah and with the flute yeah i think that is well i think that was tim actually yeah so, right <laughs> so that's fun that's a real treat for robin fans yeah take a look at that yeah so you, you haven't read any of that long-running series though no well, I'll have to that's get the uh, DC app. That's it. Yeah, you will. If it exists it's in the future. It's all there. It's pretty yeah. cool. But I've been going back and catching up on some of the ones that I've read before. And it is kind of hard because it'll be like, this is like Batman Troika was one that I just read recently. And that was like two issues of Robin, but you had to find the other random mm-hmm. issues. So it is yeah. it is kind of hard to follow because it, it goes so many times yeah. together. You know, it's... it's, it's uh, Spoiler... Stephanie Brown is kind of like him and Tim Drake, or her and Tim Drake have like a on again, yeah, they will they, won't they? Thing. Okay. Yeah. 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 Whereas Dick Grayson has just slept around with every character of the yeah. DC universe. That's true. Yeah. That, that yeah, that, that kind of yeah. is his, uh, his legacy there. Yeah. <laughs> How he doesn't have a kid. Yeah. How every other character in the DC universe has some son or daughter and Dick Grayson is just walking around like, ha ha ha, yeah. best life now. Yeah, you're right. He's the bros Robin. Yep. Now. Well, in in collected form, mm-hmm. you, can, you can get 183 issues of the Tim Drake Robin, Finally. and then it switches over to. We have a bunch of them just in single issue, like yeah, we do. Couch for yeah. the to read here at the library. At, at that point, it switches to a title called Red Robin, where he mm. takes on like the Red Robin Blah. mantle, and that that goes for a little while. Yeah. And Tim Drake has really not been well represented. Nope. It, 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 as soon as New 52 hit, he's pretty much been off the radar. Yeah, once they reboot the universe with New he's, 52, he's, he's gone. A, he's there much. for a little bit in Rebirth. but He then... shows up in the Teen Titans, doesn't he? Titans, like, New 52. Does but he, he? he doesn't have any connection with Batman. Right, yeah, he's Red Robin in that. He's right. Red Robin in that, but never was never was Robin in that continuity. Blech. I know, it's no Boy, bad. DC sure knew how to alienate that everybody. That Tim Drake series, though, is great. Oh. I, I highly recommend okay. that. The, the run, that was 183 issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most of what I've read, I really enjoyed in that. And well, that I mean, at that like, point, that's probably as close as DC has to like a Spider-Man kind of title. Yeah, that's true. That's true, and that was like that was like I said that was a that was appointment reading for me. Mm-hmm. I was I was constantly checking like when the next one was coming <laughs> out so that I could read. Yeah. It. I was I actually subscribed to Robin for a while oh, so wow. I could stay up with it that way. Mm-hmm. But I absolutely loved it. So yeah. yeah, do go and check that out. But the real killer of Tim Drake mm-hmm. not wasn't the new Fifty Two. 
There was a young boy named Damian Wayne. Yes. Damian, who comes in with an attitude. Boy, does he. Something to prove. He out attitudes. He makes he makes Jason Todd look like Donatello. Yeah. I never these. read the Grant Morrison Batman and Robin run with Dick Grayson as Batman and Damian oh, as Robin. Oh, my gosh. Not good? Did Grant Morrison's Batman just becomes an absolute mess. I hate it. Mm. Hate it. Terrible time to be reading Batman, I felt. Which is too bad because it started out very promising. The the is, the actual issues Batman and Son were, were introduced to Damian Wayne was kind of fun. And then there was that kind of cool, uh, then there were none uh, Batman story. And then like things just started getting weirder and crazier and stupid. And then they kind of killed Batman off by sending him back in time. And then they had him like tr- time travel forward, which you thought would be interesting, but it was stupid. And then, yeah, he, Nightwing was Batman and Ro- it was just... I think that I think that Damien as Robin was bad for like ten full years. It, I really think it, it was. was like a national nightmare. It was <laughs> that Batman and Robin run that was the two of them was terrible. Yeah. I hated it. And Damien's gone for a while, and it's like yay, and then he's back. Yeah. Um, it's not really until like the Rebirth era when you forced me to read <laughs> both Super Sons and Teen Titans mm-hmm. when they'd finally kind of found a balance and yeah. how to tame that character. You actually don't seem to hate Damien in these uh, these DC animated movies with the Teen Titans. The later ones, like like Teen Titans uh, versus Justice League versus well, no, not that one. I think it's Judas Contract. Teen Titans Judas Contract. Oh, you like that one too. Damien yeah. is pretty good in that. Like yeah. they, they, again, they find the right balance, and Dick Grayson's there to keep things on the rails. Boy, but I do not remember Judas Contract at all. But Super Sons, which you made me read, mm-hmm. is fun. And and the Rebirth Teen Titans, where Damien is in the Teen Titans, both of those are good, and they're good use of the character. Mm-hmm. Um, he does have a standalone Robin series, which was the first in a long time mm-hmm. of a standalone Robin series. Uh, it's just mm. a two-volume two volume run. Uh, da- Robin, son of Batman, mm-hmm. um, and it is—it's cool. Yeah, you know, it's two volumes. It starts a little slow, by the second volume, it's cooking, and then it's totally canceled. So yeah, you- they've been playing off this thing in, in Super Son specifically. The the Superman that we know it has a son. Yeah, who's like Damien's age. Yeah, and they kind of like didn't they just like age him up or something? Now it's not Damien. Yeah, Super a little older. Superman yep. thing. Yep. And anyway. Rid- Ridley Pearson is writing a, a separate graphic novel series mm-hmm. yeah. on Super Sons out of continuity. Yeah. But it kind of feels like now whenever you see something in an animated universe or something and it's a Robin just to assume it's Damien. Yeah. Which is kind of annoying. Yeah. I don't know. It is a little annoying. What's what makes it even more difficult is mm-hmm. um, at least Batman's putting his own kids now in danger yeah, instead of like yeah. just Good strangers' point. kids. Uh, we haven't talked at all about the Teen Titans show. Uh, on, on from Cartoon Network yeah. that becomes Teen Titans Go. Yeah, that was Dick Grayson. Um, that's Dick Grayson, and that's I love that show. I know but you, you. You were never, you never were in that show. I, I feel like I was just, I don't know. I mean, you're older than I am, sure so it am. doesn't track. But like, it was on the same time as Justice League Unlimited, mm-hmm. and it just was such a wackier tone, and I just yeah. wasn't connecting with it. Um, I see it hit me just right. Yeah, I, I don't. I still don't really care for that show but now like i've seen enough of it so that when we watch teen titans versus teen titans go yeah i had a, like a weird nostalgia tinge to yeah. it all like seeing them i'm like oh i remember watching yeah. this but i never like loved it yeah but yeah and then you also have okay. dick grayson as a uh, teen titans go robin yeah with his small baby hands a lot of fun, <laughs> lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, no t- no robin's la- <laughs> so teen titans hey, what would what would robin's catchphrase be crack an egg on it <laughs> so funny um, so you have four seasons of the classic Teen Titans show. Yeah, long. And then, and then that movie that the you movie, love. Trouble in Tokyo, which yeah. is not great. Oh, then I thought it, you loved it. Then it comes back as shorts. 
And then finally you get Teen Titans Go, which yeah. is a much goofier take oh, on yeah. it. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Uh, and then you have two movies. Teen which Titans I feel like, popularity-wise, it's much bigger than the Teen Titans cartoon it's was. It's definitely found its niche there. Yeah. yeah. And you have, you have a, a theatrical film, Teen Titans Go to the Movies, mm-hmm. followed by a direct-to-video Teen thing, Titans versus Teen Titans Go. Which is pretty cool, because yeah. it takes all different versions of Teen Titans and yeah. puts them together. He was so. a turtle. <laughs> yeah. So both of yeah. those are a lot of fun. But all that to say, to mm-hmm. your point, if you just assume it's Damien, what's even more confusing is that Scott Menville, who voices Dick Grayson Robin in all the Teen Titans stuff, also voices Damien Robin mm. in all the Lego stuff. So it's just like, who is that? And the Lego Batman movie yes. is about Batman like meeting Robin for yeah. the first time, and it's Dick Grayson. Yeah, so as voiced by Michael Sarah. Yeah. Which is a lot that of Robin cracks me up. He's very so famous. funny. That's what my keychain is. Yeah, I should put my keys yeah. out here. Can you can you be silent as the night when I desire to be? Yeah, <laughs> he nails it. He nails it's it. so funny. Yep. Tweet tweet in the streets, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think yeah. there's been a lot of like, I mean, we've, we've never really had a good live action on screen Robin. I mean, Burt Ward is fun. He's a he, oh my gosh, we totally forgot to fun. mention Burt Ward. Yeah, wow. No, I mentioned it as well. it was tied for my first experience with Robin. Yeah, but, but still, like we just sorry, I've bogarted so much with the '90s anime series. <laughs> I mean, yes, that would be so many people's yeah, Batman. That's how you know Robin. Robin. Yeah, yeah, and it's certainly not a serious character. They're, the Simpsons made fun of this fact because they had Adam West on, on a little scene. Um, the they were at like a retro sci-fi convention and they see the old Adam West Batmobile and Bart Bart is like that's not the Batmobile and Adam West like oh I see you're only familiar with uh is like he said we we and me and Robin used to drive around in this and they're like who the heck is Robin mm-hmm. it's like you're only familiar with the new fancy Batman movies yeah. and it's just like yeah in like until the animated series a lot of people there were kids who probably might not even know yeah. Robin existed yeah but during the 60s it's like. That's it. It was just Batman and yeah. Robin. Yeah. You couldn't you never see one, one without the other, yeah. basically. So, yeah. Yeah. And Burt Ward just showed up again. He just... Yeah. Your, uh, he reprised thing. the role on uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, yeah. which is which was pretty cool to see yeah. him again. Um, I loved that show. I don't have anything bad to say about that the show. The Adam West show, yeah. But and I, they, he reprised it again with Adam West in the Return of the Cape Crusader yeah. animated and, and movie. And Two-Face, Batman versus Two-Face. Yeah. With William Shatner. So. Yeah. Both of those were pretty cool. We saw Cape Crusader in theaters. Yeah, you, me, and two other people. Pretty much. In that yeah, entire you, me, theater. and Burt Ward were in that theater, <laughs> I think. But so. yeah, that was fun. I really liked Batman Two Face too. Have you ever watched that? I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, you should check that out. So you I'm of course that's like the classic, the first, not the, not even the first live action Robin because mm-hmm. he was in the serials as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a long time yeah. that was it. And then you don't have, uh, you know, you don't see a live action Robin until again. Chris O'Donnell shows until up. Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. And then you don't see a live action Robin again. Until ever. Until Titans. Oh, the Titans show. Titans on, on the DC Universe app, which uh-huh. is which is very frustrating. How many I, Robins are in that show right now? Just two. It's Jason. That's the Robin. When the show no. starts... Titans is following Dick Grayson. It's following Dick Grayson, and he's still Robin right. for the first season. Uh-huh. But Jason is kind of the new Robin. Ah, there okay. too, so it's kind of a weird yeah. thing. And the thing is, I think it's Brandon Thwaites is his name. He mm-hmm. was in like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean and stuff. Okay. And I'm sure other things that he want me to yeah. say, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> the thing is, he's a really good Dick Grayson, but mm-hmm. the show is so dark and violent that it's <laughs> yeah. hard to, yeah, you know, so he's very well cast, mm-hmm. but the show is, I guess. doesn't really find its groove, I think, until the second season, but. I guess there's a Robin cameo in Gotham because in the first season you meet Dick Grayson's parents. Mm-hmm. They're young. They just got married. Mm-hmm. Or they're getting married. Okay. 
Ugh. But you don't see a baby. No. Okay. There's no baby. So that's not a cameo then. I mean, it's his parents. You're right. That's the closest you got. You're right. In Gotham. Robin eventually joins the The Batman, which uh, that animated series that you don't like, mm-hmm. I, which I, I love. Oh, right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, he's, he's fun in that. He's yeah. very little. And that one, Batgirl's Batman's first partner, and then Robin comes along, and mm-hmm. she's got no patience for him. Yeah. So that's a good time. <laughs> uh-huh. I love the character. Yeah. I don't know what to tell Isn't you. Isn't... Robin in Batman Brave and the Bold, the cartoon. That's he Jason is. when he's Robin. Is it? I thought so. I don't, I okay. don't remember. I thought like he, he that Jason was involved in that show somehow. Well, the Batman and Robin do not get along in Batman Brave and the Bold. Yeah, so maybe it is uh, maybe it is Dick Grayson. I guess we should also mention, and you like this movie way more than I do, which Dark Knight Rises, you could technically say, if you wanted, no. there's a Robin in it. His, no. his first name, Nick, is Robin. I'm not count. His first name is Robin, but he goes by his middle I'm name. Not He's count an original no. for the movie I'm not character count this. whose min- first name is, is hidden, and he's a Robin character. You stop this. Which is just annoying because he's a cop, which Dick Grayson is. Right. Just say he's Dick Grayson. That, <laughs> would have been totally fine. Just say he's Dick Grayson. Just anything. Anything. Yeah, Ugh. Amazing. Anyway, that's should, a real pain. All right, here you go, Robin. Shut the heck Do you up, Christopher late, Nolan. Late- you can just go off to your own little interstellar universe and disappear through some kind of black hole and never come back if that's what you think is going to satisfy people. Oh, makes me so mad. Go on. Huh. Do you remember when CW was going to make a... Uh, Flying Grayson show? Grayson's, yeah. Oh, what a bad Which idea. crazy. I'm really What glad a bad I'm, idea. It was a bad idea. I'm glad mm-hmm. they didn't do that. Anything else? About Robin. Well, I mean, he's he appears in in most things in most eras of Batman. You have a Robin represent, represented. Um, I think he has very successfully broken off into his own thing. You know, he he yeah. he's proven he can carry titles either as yeah. Nightwing he's or no Tim speedy. Drake Robin. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he he is is a. I think he's a top tier DC character. Yeah. At least Dick Grayson is. Yeah. You know. Well. Yeah. And he has eighty years worth of staying power. You know, a, lo- a lot of a lot of characters yeah. around that time were either completely rebooted, like mm-hmm. a Jay Garrick Flash situation, or just fell by the wayside. But I think it's just also, I mean, you can just say Batman and Robin, yeah. and it just makes sense. Just the phrase Batman and Robin is a thing. You know what I mean? Yep. There's no like, and now Flash and Kid Flash, mm-hmm. and now Superman and Superboy. It, yep. You just say Batman and Robin, and you instantly you know, know yep, like exactly. you picture both of them. I mean, it probably helps that Robin showed up like a year after yeah. Batman was on the streets. You don't think Carrie Kelly is your favorite Robin? I mean, I love Carrie Kelly, yeah. and technically, I wish Carrie Kelly could just be mainstream Robin mm-hmm. in general. So in that way, she is my favorite Robin. Okay. Favorite on-screen presence of Robin, cartoon or live action? I'll go with Tim Drake from the animated series. I think I might have to give it to Teen Titans. Mm. Like, not Teen yeah. Titans no, Go, I get but it. just regular yeah, old no, Teen I get Titans. It. Yeah. I think Robin yeah. is he's cool. He's a leader. He works yeah. well with the other team. Mm-hmm. They're doing a Batman illusion in one of the episodes where yeah, uh, Slade is like, you will call me father. Yeah. And he turns away. He's like, I already have a father. And then a bunch of bats <laughs> go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, in conclusion, uh, I love Robin. He's one of my favorite comic book characters. Uh, mm-hmm. He doesn't look a day over 75, but <laughs> just, just turned yeah. 80. Yeah. Uh, so stop into the David A. Howe Public Library. <laughs> Has an age since Scent of a Woman once. <laughs> no, wait, Jeez. that's Al Pacino. No, no, Chris O'Donnell's in that. Oh, is he? Yeah, he is. Okay. Yeah, you got it. You got it in one. <laughs> Good job. We do have some Robin in the collection. We have some Nightwing in collection. We even have a volume of Grayson, if you if you care. Uh, mm. And, of course, we have uh, lots of animated Robin. We have Under the Red Hood. We have Under the in Red graphics. Hood. Yep. 
Yep. So do we have Damien stuff? We'll have to take a look <laughs> at that. I sort of think that we don't. Yeah. But, well, we'll remedy that. Okay. Anyway, book clubs are currently reading the Oysterville Sewing Circle. Finally. And we have a lot more planned. So. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to add, buddy? No, that's it. All right. Do you have like a holy, like a Robin catchphrase from uh, Adam West that you want to oh, go out with? Uh, holy podcast outro batman but you gotta do it like him holy podcast outro batman we gotta go crack an egg on it <laughs> <laughs> so funny